0: It's Election Day 2020, that exciting day when we Americans get to select our president for the next four years, and Ohioans have already voted in huge numbers. First Energy disclosed that the decision to fire its CEO last week was set in motion by a September 2nd subpoena from the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, and a developer has big plans for the former Geauga Lake Amusement Park after buying up the place. It's the wake-up morning news briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Tuesday, November the 3rd. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. A record-shattering 3.4 million Ohio voters cast their absentee ballots or voted early for today's presidential election, blowing far past the previous early voting record of 2 million. The early vote total is already 180% of the previous record, with nearly a quarter of a million absentee ballots still outstanding. The number of early votes is equal to 60% of all of the votes cast in the 2016 general election. Fears of the coronavirus have driven part of the early voting surge. Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose provided the stats Monday evening after the 2 p.m. deadline passed for early voting. You still have time to vote in person. Polls open at 6.30 this morning. First Energy officials said Monday they will not comment further on what prompted the company to fire its CEO and two other top executives late last week, other than that the decision was set in motion following a September 2nd subpoena from the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. A new company regulatory filing says potential criminal or civil liabilities related to myriad Ongoing federal investigations and lawsuits into Ohio House Bill 6 are among the possible risks to the company's reputation and financial condition. HB 6, as we know, was born of corruption and bribery and provided First Energy with a profitable rate scheme and a $1.3 billion bailout for nuclear plants it owned at the time, the utility fired CEO Chuck Jones last week and refused to give him severance. The biggest fights for Ohio legislative seats this year are being fought on the streets of suburbia, according to an analysis by our State House reporter Jeremy Pelzer. Democrats have a real shot of netting at least two House seats, which would break the Republicans' three fifths supermajority that allows them to override gubernatorial vetoes and put measures on the statewide ballot without Democratic votes. For several years, Republicans held firm control over most suburban seats in Ohio, helping to increase the majorities in both the Ohio House and Senate to record levels. But as suburban voters have soured on President Donald Trump, that GOP dominance began slipping in 2018, and both Democrats and Republicans expect the trend will continue today. A Solon developer bought 377 acres of property in Jauga and Portage counties that were once home to the Jauga Lake Amusement Park in SeaWorld, planning to transform the land by building homes, restaurants, and retail spaces. Industrial commercial properties bought the land from Cedar Fair for an undisclosed amount and plans to dub it the Joga Lake District with markers that signify its history, including a roller coaster feature likely modeled after the theme park's signature Big Dipper ride. The number of coronavirus patients in Ohio hospitals hit an all-time record Monday at 1,822. That includes 472 people in intensive care units. Ohio reported 2,909 new coronavirus cases Monday, under the 3,000 we've regularly been topping in recent weeks, but still well over the rolling 21-day average of 2,463. It makes three days in a row without breaking a record, which is something. But the state reported 37 deaths, more than double the 21-day average of 16. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer on this election day. Please make your voice heard and vote today, and we'll be back Wednesday with news of all the election results.